Okay, y'all. I watch a lot of TV. I will quote Mary Tyler Moore up and down. I love The Sopranos. And if you didn't know, I'm the fifth golden girl. (laughs) And I get it. Not everybody is into the same shows that I like. And they might be watching other things, but I'm willing to bet I could get anybody to come over to my side. From WBEZ Chicago, this is When Magic Happens. I'm Taylor Coward, here with Cheryl Jackson and Jennifer Shaylove Bowers. If I, Taylor, am to Vintage TV, then Cheryl is to... HGTV. You know, that's that's my network. Real estate shows um, I love. If there's property to buy, houses to renovate, and it's televised, I'm totally watching it. What about you, Ms. Bowers? Oh, I'm a documentary girl. I rarely watch TV, but when I do, I like learning something new. I love that. I don't watch much HGTV. I do watch documentaries, but I could be convinced to join anybody's team. That's why today on When Magic Happens, we're having a little battle of our favorite shows and TV genres. Hopefully by the end, we'll have a few converts. All that and more after the break. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. When you turn on the TV, mm-hmm. what do you go to look for HGTV. first? HGTV. Oh, totally. Okay, what, what's like when you turn on the HGTV channel, mm-hmm. what show are you like, oh, thank God this is on? First of all, uh, <laughs> I got enough drama and crisis in my personal life. Okay. Uh, when I turn on TV, mm-hmm. I'm looking for something that's not going to trigger me. Okay. Okay. So at least the anxiety, the bad stuff. Yeah. But... I really like HGTV, and specifically, there are two shows that I really, really enjoy. Mm. One is House Hunters International. Heard of her. And Married to Real Estate. Mm. Oh. Okay. You know, the uh, black couple out of Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Egypt yeah. and Mike. Yes. So let me tell you why mm-hmm. okay. I love House Hunters International. I can go around the world. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Jennifer, you're always talking about New Zealand. And I have watched two episodes of people who, Americans, that have relocated to New Zealand, either because one was they just wanted, like you, wanted to be in New Zealand. The Mm -hmm. other was work-related. And I started to call you, text you, like, Mm. oh, turn it on, turn it on, turn it on. But it's really, I think House Hunter International is is so inspirational Mm -hmm. because it's about people who are, taking life pivots Mm -hmm. and they're redefining their lives. Mm -hmm. Usually a deep seated desire, a dream that was always, um, always there Mm -hmm. to go and experience and live in a different country or a country that's been calling their soul forever. And so it's this realization of a dream deferred that um, they get to, uh, that you get to watch and so that's always inspiring. And then to see countries and not just the touristy stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. but what it means to live in a different country, mm-hmm. you know, the neighborhoods, you get to trek through the neighborhoods and 
Ireland or New Zealand or wherever. I didn't even know it was that type of show. Yeah. Look at you converting us all. That's right. You get to trek through neighborhoods Mm -hmm. and and they always show you the culture. So they're really trying to give you a taste for the culture of that country. And then you get to see the the architecture of that country. Um, So it's fascinating. It's usually learning history about the country. Mm -hmm. You get to watch a dream deferred be realized. So Mm -hmm. it's inspiring. And I really love it when a couple's on there with a big budget. And so, you know, it's going to be a good, good <laughs> house. My sister calls it House Dumpsters International because she's like, they're always shopping for dumps in, in this show house because they don't have a lot of money yeah, and, yeah. Then, you know, whatever. But every now and then a couple shows up in Paris and they got $2 million to drop. So that's always fun. But it doesn't matter whether yeah. it's $200 a month or a $2 million property. The process is fascinating. I'm learning about real estate. Mm-hmm. You know, what makes for how do you drive value in a property that mm-hmm. you're purchasing? Mm-hmm. So that's that's helpful. Um, and then also, if you were to want to flip. Mm-hmm. And so you're learning techniques and information and the finances, the construction behind it, the business yeah. of real estate and renovation. Mm-hmm. So I think these two shows for me, um, and it's relaxing mm-hmm. and uh, it's a bit of an escape, but I'm learning about real estate. Yeah. I'm learning about new countries. I'm being inspired. And then to watch the transformation packaged in 45 minutes what's what's not to like about yeah. watching transformation happen in 45 minutes but it's uh it's inspiring hmm. that is inspiring i like that yeah yeah so like it's like you learn something you learn like you something said, and yeah. it's like gives you a different perspective about real estate mm-hmm. and where you could potentially live and even how you live how they yes, live yeah. how they live yeah, I mean, I'm I'm like seriously thinking of investing in real estate because of these shows, mm. and um, and then also you know even investing in real estate maybe in southern Italy, mm. you know, so combining yeah. a part of the world that I love yeah. with real estate design. I get to paint, go to Italy. It's mm-hmm. always been my life since I was 21. I've wanted to go to Southern Italy and paint. Mm. So um, oh, there we go. See, I'm already you got starting one. my dreaming. Yeah. Hello, okay? Cheryl yes. is a dreamer. Cheryl the dreamer. I'm an Aquarian, baby. I'm a dreamer. Like, I, uh, Yeah, I fell off there for a few <laughs> years. But I'm She's back. on her John Lennon this year. She's imagining and dreaming. I like that you said that it was like escapism. Mm -hmm. Like you were like, I can sit. And I think that that says a lot about a person. So when I get home and I need to like tune out life, I'm cracking on Bob's Burgers. And I'm just sitting, watching Tina, Jen, all them. I love them. Bob. (laughs) Do you watch Bob's Burgers? No. Tell me about it. What is that? Okay. Bob's Burgers is this cartoon. I think it comes on Fox. And it's this family, it's Linda and Bob and their children, and they run a burger restaurant, and they live over the burger restaurant, and it is this very funny working class family, and you just, like, watch their life. Like, Tina, the daughter, loves butts, and she loves horses. She likes boys' butts and horse butts. Glutes. Like a butt, like a glute. Okay, glute. okay. <laughs> and Jean always... Why does she like them? She just, she's like a teen girl. She's okay, like 13 okay. and like okay. boy crazy. Right. And Jean is her brother. Like Jean always has like a synthesizer <laughs> and he like makes songs. And Bob is always exhausted. And Linda is always lifting him up and keeping him optimistic. And it's like the most wholesome show. 
So mm-hmm. we got Bob's Burgers. We got Home House Hunters. House Hunters somebody International. international. Mm-hmm. Jennifer, what do you watch when you need to just like tune out and, and vibe? Okay, so I'm a little, I kind of geek out. Okay. I like watching things that teach me things. Okay. So I enjoy learning new things. So I really like, I like documentaries that are about people. Mm -hmm. So interestingly, like I got into watching Beckham, that documentary about the soccer player. And I'm like Beckham. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And and I just thought, wow, you know, it's not necessarily... I didn't really know much about him, about his journey, about his life, his relationships, and kind of really sort of what brought him to fame. But I thought that was really interesting. And then I also liked, I can't remember the exact title, but it was basically about these blue zones in the world, right? Mm -hmm. Where they have these centurions who live to be 100 years old, and they talk about why they live to be 100 years old in these different locations Mm -hmm. around the world. And I thought that was interesting. You know, like one location, this was in Asia, they really talked about like friendships and why it was really important to laugh and, you know, be Mm -hmm. connected and just really interesting things about how do people uh, maintain their longevity, mm. right? And so I like I like things like that. Hmm. I find them to be very interesting. I love a good documentary. You may like this show called Documentary Now. It's it's uh, two guys, like former SNL guys. Um, and well, it's a lot of SNL people that like write on it and work on it. But it's one, I love the show. And they basically like recreate and pay tribute to a documentary Mm. so like their first episode was about gray gardens the one about some relatives of the bouviers and their episode was called sandy passage (laughs) and like they completely kind of like do the shooting style and like the actors like take on the accents and it's very like true to form some of that they add comedy so there's elements that are like funny about it but I just watched one that was about um this like hair salon in like the middle of Europe somewhere and it just was so heartfelt and in the process you also are like this was funny or this was cool I want to go watch the real documentary now Mm -hmm. and so so they do a spoof or yeah, basically other a, of a real one. And so after you watch it, you're like, now I want to see the real one. And that's what that's how I found Grey Gardens. And I was like, this is so my vibe. Like, I was like, I love this. Yeah, I, I love that. Are you into nature documentaries? I feel like oh, the world has been captured by nature yes. documentaries. Well, you I mean like those. National Geographic? Or? No, like there's one that like Obama narrates. There's some about the oceans. There's... Some about all our great national parks, like mm-hmm. they did one in Kenya. They did this marine forest in California. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's so many and people really are into them. Yeah, they're you know, I was good. really they're struck so by a documentary. Uh, so it was some a few years back, but um, you probably know the name of it. I do not, cannot mm-hmm. recall the name of it. But it was about um, kind of the black bourgeoisie class and Martha's Vineyard. Hmm. Oh, Have you heard about that documentary? I think so, yeah. Yeah, you said she loved documentary. You should Google that and watch it. Yeah. It was really interesting, sort of, you know, from the... Was it about, like, like the Inkwell? 1800s to the 1900s, just how black folks have showed up at Martha's Vineyard. 
a place of our own. Thank you for that, Magical Producer. You know, you love documentaries or any, a book, any film, movie, series that stick, you know, they stick with you. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those documentaries that really stuck with me and uh, a place of our own. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. If I can get into a good crime documentary, that's my weekend right there. So like The Staircase is one of my favorite true crime documentaries. It's on Netflix. And it chronicles over, like, years. Like, I think the the crime starts in, like, 2000 and up until, like, 2017 or 2016, maybe earlier than that. But the mid-2010s, they follow this journey where this man, the audience is there from the beginning. Right. And the audience basically gets to question, did this man push his wife down the stairs? And there, <clears throat> there's footage of mm. the victim, unfortunately. there You get to watch the process of them building a defense. You get to watch the prosecution side. And I, I think I like shows that kind of expose the process of something. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you, you kind of see it all. Like you see what things may play well in the media what things don't work. There's twists and turns. Like in the middle, they find out that his adopted daughter's mother was found dead at the bottom of a staircase. Like 20 years prior to this crime that the documentary is about. So now the defense is like, okay, how do we work this? Like what are, we got to address it now because other people are addressing it. So there's so many twists and turns and, It's all this tension, and it was created by, I think, French filmmakers, Mm -hmm. and it was to show what the American judicial system is like and what our what our trials are like. And and jacked up. We already know the answer to that. But he's this rich. He's this rich writer. Mm -hmm. He wrote novels about war, and so they're like, I think they had done something previously about a young black man going through the system. And so now they're like, look how it plays out for someone with money. It was like a million dollars to do this case. And he was able to post bail and be at home. So he's at home while all of this is happening rather than having to be incarcerated during the trial. So you really get to see how this plays out for some people. And it's also an interesting and tragic story. Would recommend it. I think everybody should watch The Staircase. Mm, It sounds triggering. Um, not if you can kind of just be inquisitive and you're like, I am curious to see how a trial plays out, like jury Mm -hmm. selection. And should we move it here? Should we Mm -hmm. move it there? Like he went to bat and he he was very confrontational with like civic and political leaders in Durham. And so he's like, oh, you know, like, are they going to be on my side? Are they going to try to like dogpile? And you get to see all the things that affect a case. So do you think there will be a documentary out about the uh, 
the lawyer in, in Charleston or in South Carolina. There is. That's next on my list. <laughs> the Murdoch murders. Yes. The yes. Mur- do you one. think they're? I didn't know. It's on I Netflix. It's, it's, now that's the documentary I have seen. Jennifer, and it is good. It's it's real. It's deep. Were you frustrated by it? Yeah, a little bit. Because I'm like, see, Y'all, I'm not trying to watch anything answer. that's going to frustrate <laughs> no, me. But Cheryl, but it's interesting. They roll like, up on him. His family is shotgun blasted, and he has a shotgun resting on his truck. And they are talking to him like he is a victim off the bat because his family has been like running the show where he lives for like a hundred years. Like during his trial, the judge was like, can you please take the picture of his granddaddy off the wall? Mm -hmm. That's going to sway the jury. Right. Mm And I think that's another interesting way to see like this person that is. What was wrong with him? Was he on drugs? Um, you know, their family also had a history of people being murdered. Like this wasn't the first time. Wow, there were multiple instances. A murder set off this murder. Right. Yeah, that were connected to this family. Yeah. So so it's like they're just la la la. Like they're just. Hanging out, killing it, people. It's the <laughs> one of the That's victims of the one of the victims of the Netflix documentary mm-hmm. is his son Paul, mm-hmm. and Paul was drunk driving a boat. Yep, and a friend of his hit a bridge that he went under and died, and he called. Well, he hit the bridge. Right, right, right. Yeah. He he hit the bridge while he was drunk driving the boat. Yeah, his friend died. It was his best friend's girlfriend mm-hmm. and a mutual friend. And he immediately calls his father mm-hmm. and he basically gets away, he with, away it. with it. And so when that happens, people are like, wow, you know, mm-hmm. look at how they were able to swoop in and get him off. What other kind of stuff do they do? And then they start looking into the father and they're like, hmm, you're the law firm you work at is missing a significant amount of money. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then they start looking deeper, deeper into him. So wait a minute. Murdoch's mm-hmm. uh Oldest son, older son. This is younger one, Paul. The, the one that he killed. Right. Yeah. But See, that child that, killed. To me, is some demonic stuff going on. <laughs> so I check out, okay? When I see it's demonic, okay? I, I ain't got no blessed oil near me. I need to call Ernestine. That disrupts my spirit. Wait, do you know what you're okay? going to hate? What? It you're going to hate spirit. Love Has Won, Mother God. I watched it and I thought of it. The woman sound crazy when she so, says, I am God. She basically convinces a lot of people that she is mother God. And they believe her. They believe her. Mm-hmm. And what's very interesting is that she was kind of man crazy. And so when she wants a new man, she's like, okay, I'm feeling in my spirit that there's a new father God. It gets super <laughs> dark because you see how these people are like brainwashed. Like, like cults need a charismatic leader and the charismatic leader can convince you to turn over all your money mm-hmm. and all your time and, and all your efforts. Going, the country's going through that right now. I ain't going to mention no names. But. They move, they move wherever this lady moves. They turn over all their money to her. And basically she's just, just like a kind of cute lady. You know yeah, what I mean? She's like, right. And then, but I could tell in that. In <laughs> Jennifer that, is about to in start that a cult. promo. <laughs> Just perked up in that promo, the way she said, I am God. I said, that's not of God. Okay. But there's a a shift that happens (laughs) Mm -hmm. where she realizes that she has taken the con too far because she kind of drinks herself into a health crisis. Mm -hmm. 
And she kind of like, maybe I need to go to a hospital. And they're like, Mother God, you told us hospitals were bad. You told us. And so she's like, yeah, 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 right, right, right. <laughs> she's getting sicker and sicker. And they start giving her colloidal silver to drink. She starts turning blue Ooh. from the colloidal silver. She starts getting skinny. And they're like, Mother God, remember when you said that, like, you know, when the time comes, you'll transition and the spaceship will come pick you up and you'll leave this plane. And so she gets sick and sicker and sicker and they're excited and they're like, yes, it's coming. Like you're about to ascend. They're about to pick you up. And then she dies and they keep her. Did they pick her up? No, babe. (laughs) They take her out into the woods. There's videos of them looking at the sky and saying, why won't you take her? Come pick her up. They travel with her across state lines, a crime, and dead body, dead, deceased. In the back of a car, the police oh, pull them us. over. See, I knew my spirit was saying, no, Cheryl, that's <laughs> not for you. What? Okay. And so it, it becomes because desecration of human remains is a crime. And they are wrapping her in Christmas lights. She is in a sleeping bag. Stop. And they move back to their original home in Crestone, Colorado, I believe. And the police are like, someone just came and told us that y'all have a blue mummy in here. We going to have to have a look at that. So her the new father God answers the door. He's like, yes, yes, yes. Mother has ascended. Yes, yes. Mother has ascended. And they're like, move out the way. And the beginning of the documentary is them walking to her room. And here's this blue mummy wrapped in Christmas lights in a sleeping bag that they are Stop. all living with. And she has been gone for quite some time. And she's, didn't they, the funk. Yeah, How the they deal smell. with that? Okay. Nobody comments on that. And I kept looking at my boyfriend. Like, and I'm like, I know she's out. What? But I think, I think we all have to watch it. Maybe we can have, oh my mm. gosh, can we have a documentary movie club? No. I think we need Mm-mm. to watch it. And I think we, you're all going to be interested. There's something in it for everybody. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, ma'am. That's interesting. It is interesting. Okay. I feel my words will hopefully convince my co-hosts to get a little investigative, to get a little crimey in their TV, <laughs> in their TV habits. Crimey. There's a new season of Fargo out. Let's get into it. The Staircase is always on Netflix. Let's get into it. If you are looking for inspiration mm. in your day-to-day life, if you're thinking about your future, if you've got wonderlust, if you're looking to transform, but you need a little inspiration, if you're ready to explore other countries as a from a resident perspective, but you didn't you ain't got the cash to go, then House Hunters International is for you. It's more than just about finding a house in another country. Mm. It's about exploring cultures and looking for a new home to begin a new dream. Wow. Right on. That was good, Cheryl. What? (laughs) And that's a wrap for today's episode. If you liked what you heard, subscribe, rate us on Apple Podcasts, and tune in every Friday for your dose of When Magic Happens. And follow us on Instagram at When Magic Happens Podcast. You can find me, Taylor Coward, on Instagram at Taylor Coward Online. You can find me, Cheryl Jackson, on social media at Cheryl Jackson, that's Cheryl with an E. And you can find me, Jennifer Shay Love Bowers, on Instagram at Being Shay Love. 
When Magic Happens is a production of WBEZ Chicago and part of the NPR Podcast Network. Our truly magical producer is Brianna Garrett. Brendan Banizak is our executive producer. Tracy Brown is chief content officer. Engineering by Maria Lopez. See y'all next week. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.